Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, something we haven't done in a while since uh, uh, no. since we've been in quarantine. But this mm-hmm. is a uh, late night live react to mm-hmm. a pay per view from the day for uh, now. Uh, th- I think we should call it a live review because we're not watching it currently. We oh. just got done watching. We just got done. But I, I was trying to look up. Oh yes, that's right. The horror show. Right, yes. At Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this worked out nicely because our Extreme Matches uh, episode came out not too long ago. Right, uh, yeah. And so this kind of works out for us tonight, and we want to do something. Uh, we're going to do next week, for those of you, we said last week we're going to do it, but next week we will do Beyond the Mat. So, guys, go out and watch Beyond the Mat. It's on Netflix, uh, which is, mm-hmm. I know, not free, but... If you have like, it, a friend, it's probably it's good. also on YouTube. The quality's terrible, but it is there. Yeah, yeah. But if you have if you have a friend or two, I'm sure you got a YouTube login, right? Yeah, yeah. But this is uh, one of the dumbest name things recently. But Oof. again, the horror show at Extreme Rules, and like one of our favorite uh, YouTube channels, Wrestle Talk, is like the horror show at Extreme Rules. Uh, uh, in your house at AOL.com or whatever the fuck. Right, right, right. Like you just keep it, keep it, keep it going. Uh, but what a, uh, man, uh, now, now Ethan, um, I gotta say, maybe it's just because I haven't been super uh, hot into the wrestling recently. Yeah. But, uh, I wouldn't kick this show out of bed for eating lasagna, if you know what I mean. You know what? I, I agree. I was looking at, because uh, I went ahead and I watched every match. You had to kind of skim through a little bit of it due to the fact that you had some prior obligations tonight. But uh, you still saw at least a good portion of every match. I, I, I watched, ahead. I watched, I, uh, we caught up when you, when you and I lined up, it was the, uh, the I versus an I match, I think. Right. It was, uh, it was Seth versus uh, yeah. Ray. Um, and I did, I, I did the first – I did the graduate-level reading of matches where I did the uh, first – I did the beginning and the end and figured that everything in between just kind of serviced yeah. those things. So, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this, this, um, this pay-per-view it's, oh, it's a new subtitle. Okay. Uh, which I'm going to call Heels on Wheels because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of heels won on this show. Heels on Wheels. <laughs> Now, Heels on Wheels, that kind of sounds like some AEW stuff as of recently. I don't know if you've been watching AEW, but they, they've gotten really into, like, cars. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, there's, like, a, you know, the inner circle arrive on a car. You know, the butcher's a blade arrive. Yeah, so, like. Right. But, yeah, I'm going to call I'm gonna call it Heels on Wheels. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, we got into it. We watched it. Uh, yeah, I, overall, I was looking my lowest rating is the very first match, which I gave a C plus. Okay, now and everything else was a B or an A. Let me. Okay, so uh, look, you know, hey, we're we try to be transparent here on the Wrestler Podcast, and thank you all for all of our recent subscribers. We we love and appreciate you. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I'm gonna be real with you guys. Like most of my wrestling watching in the last uh, couple months mm-hmm. has uh, just because of other things I've been doing. I'm mostly doing like review shows and stuff like that and not seeing a lot of the matches. I'll, I'll check out the ones that are like, Hey, check out this match for sure. But you know, I, I rely a lot of on the YouTube review shows and everything like that. 
Yeah, um, and I'm I'm kind of the same. I rely a lot on like Twitter. I just I don't know. I just don't have the time because um, I do still work forty hours a week, and then I do a lot of stuff on here. So I can't sit down and watch the weekly show. Um, and granted, I kind of don't want to. And you know. Yeah, like, well, it is a little. Yeah, it's a little rough. And and we will say uh, because of uh, some uh, technical difficulties, we are recording on Zoom again tonight. Uh, so. If, Sorry if the quality is not quite up to what uh, we want to be, but you know that's hey, that's what we had to do. Uh, but yeah, so but I knew leading into this there were some interesting matches, but mm-hmm. also I was just kind of like, man, this kind of seems like a placeholder pay per view now. Right? Yeah. Which is and I, I think they did. I think they did well with what they had. Um, now, when you say opening match, did you I'm talking think- pre-show? Okay, so you're talking about Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Murphy, right? I, and, did, I, uh, did not, I did not see this. So, tell, right, tell so, he, he, so here, here's the first four minutes of the match are uh, Buddy Murphy and Kevin Owens essentially arguing over their favorite wrestler who has the best move because it's like Buddy Murphy V trigger, Kevin Owens stunner. Buddy Murphy V trigger, Kevin Owens goes for the stunner. So it's like Stone Cold Kenny Omega, Stone Cold Kenny Omega. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was an opener and I not going to like do anything. It was standard. They didn't really do much, you know? Um, I mean, Buddy Murphy loves Kenny Omega. I'll tell you that. Do you, do you think like, but I think if this was like a showcase match though, these two guys could, they would have torn the house down yeah if this was if they if this had been the actual opener to the pay-per-view i'm sorry everybody else on the card (laughs) right yeah no but but they did what they had to do they had a a decent match i gave it a c plus um i also kind of wanted to go through every match and uh just pick out like one or two spots that i really like oh that's gonna gonna be great man yeah Uh, uh for this match, Kevin Owens' best moonsault ever is one of the best moonsaults ever. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, uh, so in this match, Kevin Owens defeats Murphy, but this is kind of the whole playoff of like, uh, you know, yeah. playing in the angle with Seth Rollins and them being mm-hmm. disciples. And uh, now I, I will say, mm-hmm. just just to just to begin. Like, while I do understand and love and know that wrestling needs fans in the stands to get it to its pinnacle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is probably one of the best showings of a non-crowd uh, event that I've seen in a while. Right, yeah. I mean, they do have, like, a small audience, so it's obviously other wrestlers. Yeah. You know what? This is a thing I wanted to touch on. I don't hate the plexiglass. It oh, kind of no, plexiglass made for some good moments. Yeah, it also it also makes it seem more dangerous. You know, like it. I the thing I thought of it reminded me of Rollerball. <laughs> this is what it reminded me of. If you remember that movie, uh, um, I never saw Rollerball. Oh well, you know, it's uh, I don't know Demolition Derby. If it was deadly or not Demolition, I'm sorry, Roller Derby. If it was, like, deadly and the ball was made out of metal. Well, you don't remember the roller derby league in the early to mid-90s where there was an alligator pit that you could get chunked into. No, I don't. Well, we'll get to that later, maybe in our main event. So. Okay. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, so yeah, so that opening match, like I do look forward to man, like I love Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy Buddy Murphy is great. He's uh, a very good wrestler. He just, you know, god damn it, he does so many fucking V triggers. Yeah, that's great. I mean, if he breaks out a one-winged angel, then we know it's... <laughs> right, right. I, I just... Well, oh, he did do the Golden Lovers finish, essentially, well, by himself. So it's like, I like, look, man, I get it. Kenny Omega's a great wrestler, and you're a really good wrestler, man. And the Murphy's Law is a really awesome finish. But, um, I don't know, man. Just, like, be yourself. Well, all right. Like, here's the thing, though. I look at a guy like Buddy Murphy... And I think of, and I know, like, I think of those guys that I go back and look at, like a, sorry to bring him up, like a Chris Benoit or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they need to find a way to get this guy over. I mean, true. He No, he's a good wrestler. And I'm not saying he shouldn't get a push just because he does the V-trigger a lot. Yeah. I'm just saying I would prefer if he had a different move that he did a lot. Just because, yeah. like. Maybe he will. Maybe. Yeah. But we, uh, we but the, the finish of the match is super standard. It's super kick, bounce off ropes, stutter, one, two, three. Yeah. And as you know, it's a pre-show match. Like I said, had it been on the main card, maybe it'd been a little different, but it was not. So yeah. say lobby. Uh, but our opening, uh, now I did not watch the opening of the pay-per-view. I went straight to the first match. Oh, uh, right. Oh, I did forget there was one thing on the pre-show I saw that made me chuckle because it was dumb and pointless. Which is the new day uh, is like talking about the oh, upcoming yeah, you, match. You, you brought this. I, I texted you about this. Yeah. Uh, uh, the new day is talking about the upcoming match, and it's a tables match versus Cesaro and Nakamura. And uh, who shows up in the new day's promo? Devon Dudley. De- oh. Of- now, now, okay. Now, initially, I don't know if you screwed up when you messaged me or was just what we were doing earlier today, but I thought you said D-Lo. No, I said D-Vaughn. You oh. look in the chat, it says d I, I, I think it said D-Lo in the brain. Uh, well, no, it was D-Vaughn Dudley shows up, and they go, D-Vaughn, what do we got to do to win this match? And D-Vaughn goes, well, you got to put your opponent through a table. And then they go, the prophet has spoken. And then they just start going, new, day rocks, new. And then that was the entire segment. Okay, now I didn't see that, but how could they have Dave on there and then not end it with a testify? Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. They didn't do that. Testify! Yeah, I know. Oh, man, it was so dumb. Uh, um, it was so pointless. There was no reason for it. But I don't know. It made me chuckle. Um, and so anyways, uh, up next match is New Day versus Cesaro and Nakamura. Now, here's the thing that I noticed this, because this is where, you know, I started, I, I skipped the treadle and everything else, uh, get into it. Uh, the, what I noticed here is, uh, these introductions, <laughs> these videos of them being, uh, the, the, in, the, the, the video packages of ref, wrestlers being introduced with the, like, the Titan Trons and shit are so intense now. Yeah. Like, they are making up for the lack of crowd noise and pops with just, like, uh, Pink Floyd laser light show levels of stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was really insane to me. And I was just kind of like, oh, this is in your face. Insanely crazy. 
And I also was amazed. You know, we got the great, you know, New Day entrance, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was surprised when they introduced Cesaro and they said six-time tag champ. Well, the well, let's see. The bar has had it a couple times. Yeah. Uh, the um, real Americans. You kind of lost you a little bit there, Ethan. Are you back? Oh, hold on. Yeah. Am I here? Am I better? There you go. All right, so yeah, uh, so they had the real Americans had it a couple times, and then you had Cesaro and Kid had it once. Man, I just, I just did not realize that he had the title so much, but just kind of a testament to the lacklusterness of uh, the uh, WWE tag division. So right, exactly. but yeah, we have the New Day with Biggie mm-hmm. and Kofi, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, Xavier Woods is still injured, I believe, at this point, mm-hmm. uh, going up against Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura, a uh, traditional evil foreign heel tag team. Right, yeah. Uh, I saw, somebody, I saw a post today that somebody was like, I just figured out that the Cesaro calls it the neutralizer because he's Swiss and they are, <laughs> they are yes, neutral. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw that today as well. Uh, now, here's the thing. Uh, have you have you know you remember GTV, right? Uh, was that Goldust thing? No, that was the forgotten like the whole like backstage GTV like they the, the one of the most forgotten angles ever, right? Like they did this whole GTV stuff and then it never had a payoff. Vaguely, okay, so. This kind of reminds me of what's been going on in the WWE recently with the uh, hacker. Do you know what the hacker? Oh yeah, they uh, it's supposed to be Ali. Yeah, or... but but it hasn't been like featured in like two or three weeks now. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, hmm, because I was like, maybe it's Ali, or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. It's the third member of the New Day. Oh, Xavier Woods. Because he knows how to use computers and stuff. I mean, true. And maybe he's trying to break up the group and mm-hmm. do some stuff like this. But we haven't seen it in a few weeks because we're in the Bruce Pritchard era. So we right. don't know what's going on. And in case anybody hasn't caught up in wrestling recently, you've been, only been listening to us. Uh, we are 100% in a new era of pro wrestling in WWE where it mm-hmm. is Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. Right. Bruce Pritchard, a.k.a. Brother Love. I love you. Which, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, we, I, that reminds me, you and I could not for the life of us remember what Dude Love's catchphrase was. And I just rem- I remember, mercy. yeah, it was, it was have mercy. You see, and I kind of wanted to say that was it. But then that's also Uncle Jesse's. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and so I did not want to say it. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Now look. Okay. So this is one of those matches where I'm catching up. I saw the entrances. Uh, I watched that and shit. Uh, did. Uh, what, what was the match like? You tell me. Uh, so this one overall, I gave it a B plus. A B plus. It was a pretty good match. There was a, a couple memorable spots. The Biggie Spear to Cesaro was extra spectacular tonight. Um, God, that move's going to kill Biggie one of these days. 
So, that's be- so, uh, so Biggie did uh, explain the spear here. So it, it's it's reminiscent of the WrestleMania 22 Edge spear, where um, the guy is standing on the apron on the outside, and Biggie just spears them through the middle ropes. And uh, he fucking destroys him, you know? Um, and uh, when he does so, it... Um, but they both go flying through the ropes and Big E just splats on the ground. And I'm a professional, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that, Ethan. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's the widest part of my body. So. Yeah, yeah, It's great. Uh, yeah. Um... And uh, so he that was a, a good move, the spear. And then um, another really good move was uh, they have Cesaro laying on the table. And then uh, Big E is sta- he's laying on the table on the ground uh, next to the ring. Uh, and uh, then Kofi goes to jump over the top rope to land on Cesaro. And Big E, like, Belly to bellies him almost to make it a senton, and then uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro flip the table up and smack Kofi in the face with it, which was pretty good. And then the finish was good. Yeah, I, I saw the finish because uh, you know I went ahead and I, I scrolled back and I saw that it was a du- uh, a double table power bomb. Yeah, it, it's technically the Ricola bomb. Yeah, uh, that was that was a great spot there, and and the fact that they you know they use Kofi because you gotta use Kofi there because you right. need, like because it gives it more impact when it's like the thin guy going through right it means like you right. get more power on it. Uh-huh. Um, now, like let, let's be honest here, like Kofi Biggie, like like I'll I, you know when Biggie first like debuted in the WWE and stuff like that, I was like. Man, like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care. Yeah. He got with the new day, and he started like getting that nuance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a hundred percent. This guy, if he was in any other promotion, he'd be a top guy. Yeah, he's he'd be a top good. guy for sure. He's got he's got a ton of charisma. He's incredibly athletic. He's incredibly strong. He's fast. Um, he's he's super talented. Yeah, he's he's great. And uh, but and, and same thing with all of these guys. Mm-hmm. Cesaro, yeah, all, Shits- yeah. yeah, this is like this is a great you know group of guys that are wrestling here. But I got to be honest with you, I did not see uh, Nakamura and uh, Cesaro coming away with the titles here, right? But they did. Oh, they so did. now they maybe did. this plays into something coming forward. Yeah, maybe yeah. hopefully. But they win clean as a whistle. It's a good. Good. We are, you know, I've lamented many times in the past that it's like two dudes thrown together, you know, but uh, but maybe this plays into uh, Xavier mm-hmm. Woods coming back. I don't know. I don't know what his mm-hmm. timeline is. I know it seems like, you know, time has been like sort of stopped, so I don't remember how long it well, was. Well, I haven't heard an update, but I know there was talk that Xavier's injury could be career-ending um, because it was an Achilles injury. Yeah. Um, but this was a few months ago, so, you know, I haven't read up on it recently. Well, but what about, like, so what if they, uh, what if they did some of that, like, uh, you know, Barbara Gordon Batman stuff, and even if he right. is, he can never wrestle again. 
And they might. They definitely might. They could uh, definitely, like, you know. I'd be so. Thing. I'd be super down for that. I just, you know, I haven't really heard anything. Uh, during a live event, last we've seen here, I, I'm looking it up here, it says, uh, Woods suffered leg- legitimate Achilles injuries that would uh, reportedly sideline him for six months to a year. That was on October 21st of last he, year. He gave an update apparently um, on the 25th of June. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I haven't watched it really. Let's see here. It's a minute seven. Well, you you can watch it there uh, and uh, tell us what it is. And meanwhile, while Ethan is watching that over there on his end, I'll say this. Uh, you guys need to check out all of the great podcasts on the Sounds Tooth uh, Network. We've got Getting Greasy. We've got the Red State Blues. We've got uh, Opinions Like A-Holes, Digital Intercourse. Uh, Digital Intercourse will have their 100th show live version coming out a week or so from today uh they're going to have a video version of that available on the soundstooth.tv platform it will be behind a paywall because guys i'm just going to tell you right now there might be some boobies that you can see kind of on that well you know some tame boobies but anyways you should check all that out uh you should also be sure to follow us on facebook.com slash soundstooth uh, soundstoothnow.com, which is our Twitch direct stream and everything else. So be sure to make sure that you follow Soundstooth anywhere you can. Uh, yeah, talk, it's great. Yeah, talk follow show, it. incorporate all that fun stuff. Ethan, did you get an update? Yeah, here's the update. There's no update on when he's coming back. <laughs> okay, good job. Uh, yeah, right. he, said, he said he's moving along, um, but he does not have a timeline to his return. So that doesn't seem like it's career ending. Right. Yeah. Okay, so our next match of the night is Bailey with Sasha Banks mm-hmm. going against Nikki Cross with Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Uh, which spoiler, Alexa Bliss later. Yeah. Well, great, yeah, yeah. Great, so great. listen, here's here's the thing. That was a tease. That was a a, a a fan pitch years ago. Oh yeah, to yeah. have that happen. So it's nice to see that yeah. finally pay off. Now, so this match, here's the things that I wrote down. Uh, when Bailey comes out. Oh, I think I know exactly what you're going to mention, but go ahead. Is it her banging her belt on the ground? Yeah, that was so good. It is so like, and I know this is like such like a cisgendered white guy thing to say, but like her banging her belt on the glass like it's her big swinging dick. Right. Right. It was so it's funny. So fucking awesome. Like she, oh, man. She, I, I, I have written down here Bailey is a great heel. That's I, exactly I think that like you know what I know that like I, I I'm more not I'm not gonna be the first one to say this. Like and a, a few things. One, I've been very slow on the uptake of women's wrestling. I I, I just mm-hmm. I think the in-ring stuff doesn't always match up to what it should be because mm-hmm. on the main roster, let me say that on the main roster, right? Yeah. Because like when I watch it NXT and I watch it some indie promos, I'm like, yeah, let them do that in the main roster. Great. Yeah. But they never do for some reason. I think it has to do with like sponsors and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but WWE has built despite, in spite of themselves, what I should say, mm-hmm. because they, we're trying to build around Charlotte and Becky 
Mm-hmm. And then they lost Charlotte and Becky. Charlotte has a breast implant thing that she's dealing with. Uh, mm-hmm. Becky has a belly implant thing she's dealing with, known as a child. Yeah. Uh, and lo and behold, they somehow have a super awesome women's division now by letting people like Bailey and finally making Sasha Banks a heel. Mm-hmm. I think the whole, like, what's crazy about this whole angle is if you said that Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss were faces, right? I'd be like, you're insane. Well, but Nikki they Cross, so well. Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Kyrie Sane yeah. are your are your faces. They do it so well. Yeah, they're so good. It's a testament to them, man. God bless Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross, I got a low key super crush on Nikki Cross. Like I'm I like, do too. Yeah, but I also got a low key crush on pretty much everyone in this match, other than like. I- yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't kick Sasha Banks out of bed, but you know, like I love, I, you know, she's probably now. I do love in order to put uh, Bailey over as a super heel. They gave her they several months ago gave her the Karen haircut. Oh yeah, I I did I did have like a note in here that uh, she does look like Mega Karen. Yes, you know why? Uh, you know why Bailey will never be a luchador? Why? Because with that haircut, she'll never wear a mask. Right. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, it's it's not bad. It's late. No, it's not bad. It's not bad. Hey, um, it either. Uh, now, this match, like, uh, I got to say, uh, the missus was super into it, but I had to fast forward through a lot of it. Uh, what do you think about the match? Uh, I give it a B. I give it a B rating. Um I, there weren't. There was two pretty good spots in here. First one is uh, Nikki Cross does a cross body off of the apron onto Bailey, who's on the floor, and yeah. they splat hard. It's is a is a pretty it's a pretty stiff one. And the second thing, also involving the apron and the the floor, is um, she does the like the hanging neck breaker. Like Orton's spike DDT, but twisting it into a neck breaker onto the floor. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and so it was really good. Um, and dirty finish. Uh, yes. Sasha. Yeah. Yeah, the dirty, you... the dirty finish with the. Uh, yeah, I, I love a good dirty finish. Right. Yeah. This is. Cause we don't, I think we don't often get the whole blatant, like old school heel dirty finish. Now, here's what I was thinking about, though. Like mm-hmm. on this card, we have two women's matches, and they feature like two of the same people in each match. Um, you know what I'm not missing? Hmm. Is Charlotte Flair? No, me neither. I yeah. I've look. Charlotte is an incredible in-ring performer. Um, she's incredibly athletic, very talented. She's so boring. Yes, you know she, she, she is. is. She is the Randy Orton of the women's division. She's well, that's what I'm talking about. Like we have so many of those great mm. women performers mm-hmm. that just don't get the entertainment side of it. And mm-hmm. I would say that, like, I don't know, like, if I legitimately sat back and judged Natalia, mm-hmm. I think she's a great in-ring performer, mm-hmm. but the most bland person ever. Right, yeah. Well, she's a heart, so... Yeah, well, whereas all these people have something they're bringing to the table that makes me somewhat invested in. Right, yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, I I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed at least what I saw in this match. I I really did love the screw job like Banks mm-hmm. ring finish. It kind of is that old school like super heel finish, which right. I, I mean, think plays even further into what happens later. Yeah, <laughs> I don't it. like Bailey's finisher. Whatever the fuck that thing yeah, was. Yeah, Bailey has never had a good finisher. Yeah, like. Do the fame asser before you do that weird she twist. Should. God damn it. But yeah. do uh, yeah, she should do yeah. I mean But like do I mean do that, a move sim- more similar to the fame asser. It is eleven fifty six. I do not have time for your shenaniganery. Anything uh, any, anything that anything that accentuates. Yeah. Well, do a move that's not that move you're doing and also is not the Bailey to Bailey. Well, the next match is super quick. Uh, because uh, it is... Well, oh, wait, hold on. You're about to skip a thing I wanted to address. Okay. Which is, there's a tiny little segment yeah. of Bray Wyatt pumping up the next, or his match at the end of the night. Yeah. And uh, he's doing a uh, old school Frankenstein uh, kind of gimmick, who I have lovingly called Brankenstein. And um, he, he, does, he does a very funny thing. Where he goes, I'm going to show you exactly what is wrong with everything here. And then it cuts to the clip of the SmackDown karaoke segment. And then he goes, he, he, it cuts back to Bray and he's like, Raven, that's not what I wanted. I see what you're trying to do here. But no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> and so obviously, I don't know if you heard about the SmackDown karaoke segment. Oh, no, I know about it. It, which was maligned as one of the worst yeah. segments in recent history. Wait, did you say Raven? Ra- Raven and Crow, whatever bird he has. Oh, okay. Not, not Raven. Raymond Rabbit, I think. Yeah. A rabbit. It was Rabbit. It was uh, Rabbit. I started saying, are they bringing Raven? <laughs> no, they're not. They're not bringing Raven back. Raven, but it was Raven into Bray's stable would be pretty dope. Are you talking about Braven? <laughs> do we need Braven? <laughs> yes, we do need. Not, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so they 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 had Bray make fun of the karaoke segment. And also, and also, uh, first of all, Mister Sandoval. Yes, uh, sir. This is what you should expect if you're going to podcast with me at eleven fifty-eight on a Sunday night. So, mm. so yeah. you, you anyways, the the moon has already come out. So. Yeah, true. Um, I'll never see. I'll never see straight again. Um, <laughs> and then the, now the next match we get is not a real match. This is no. a super promo setting up for down the road, and also building on. And to their credit, the WWE has been building this like whole like Apollo Cruz MVP Bobby Lashley like group thing for a while. Right. Uh, yeah, and. To also their discredit, mm-hmm. all those three people have something in common. Yes, they are all former United States champions. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> no, and yeah, and you know else who who else was somewhat entangled in that was goddamn Shelton Benjamin. Yep, yep. Uh, so you can't because black wrestlers have to wrestle black wrestlers. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Ugh. But they've, they've made these illusions about Apollo Crews turning heel and everything else or whatever. 
Now, here's what I would love. MVP comes out, and Bobby Lashley has injured Apollo Crews. It's supposed to be for the, the, uh, the U.S. title, the newly changed U.S. title, which mm-hmm. I know for whatever, but it looks really good. I know. I agree. Like, it looks good. I just wish it didn't have Nazi <laughs> propaganda on it. Well, I, yeah, I, I think the eagle head looking a different direction matters. But it does, you know, whatever. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, MVP declares himself U.S. champion. Yes. Apollo Cruz was injured a month ago yeah. by uh, Bobby Lashley putting him in a full Nelson which gave Apollo Crews a bulging disc is the now, story okay. we are given. Here is what I would love. Mm-hmm. I know that the traditional story here is Apollo Crews needs to come get retribution or whatever. Mm-hmm. But MVP's no longer a wrestler. Really. Not really. MVP, I would love if he just enticed Paulo Cruz to be part of their like group mm-hmm. by saying, "Hey, I'll go down and lay down for you yeah. and give you this belt." Yeah, I'll lay down, play some soft music, <laughs> or just give you the belt. I don't know. It'd be fun. Yeah, It'd be really fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I got you. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So the uh, match time on this is non non applicable. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, the next match, Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio, the eye for an eye match. The mm. much, uh, like, this is probably one of the most mysterious matches of the night because everybody's like, what are they going to do? There's rumors of right. CGI and everything else. Mm. Uh, so now look, I will tell you, I did not see much of this match. I watched the intros. That's about it. And then I saw the end. You tell me what happened. Here. Okay. So, um, Real quick. So, first of start of the match, Ray uh, uh, blindsides Seth. Um, you know, his, his intro plays, and then Ray, um, he comes up behind Seth, and then, you know, drop kicks him in the back, beats him up, blah, 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 blah. Uh, weapons, so plunder, baby, start coming out real fast. Um, we get that plunder, and uh, he pulls out pliers, um, he's going at uh, Seth with a piece of rebar. A kendo stick gets brought out. They uh, there's a table. There's an entire toolbox, um, and you know you know they're st- attacking each other's eyes. Of you know here and there. Then um, at one point, uh, Seth. One of the spots I really liked is Seth gets Ray on his shoulders in like an electric chair position. And then Ray takes the kendo stick and just starts smashing it directly into Seth's eyes. Um, And then, uh, oh, Seth at one point sticks the um, kendo stick into the turnbuckle. So it's like pointing towards the other turnbuckle. And then tries to ram Ray's head into it, and Ray like dodges it. Okay, so 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 Ethan, uh, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. It sounds like this is a pretty brutal match. No, <laughs> there's there. Here's the thing: It sounds they narrowly miss forty-seven times. Um, is what happens. Like there's a screwdriver, and he's 
trying to hit him with the screwdriver and he just keeps missing with the screwdriver like i don't know i the match was good i gave it an a minus but like look if any match should fucking have blood it's this match yeah so so and there's let's imagine this match had been done in 2002 yeah that would it would have been awesome I mean, just, I, look, I don't want wrestlers to hurt themselves if they can avoid it. You know, I, I would yeah. love for every single wrestler to, um, to, to be able to walk normally for the rest of their life and not be addicted <laughs> to pain pills and, you know, have a decent and happy existence. Um, but if you pitch me a match and you say somebody's losing a fucking eye, I expect this match to be incredibly gory. I ex- like I expect this match to be brutal and it's I mean it's not that. How do you not like there is such an old school ref- wrestling reference to break out here. With yeah, Terry the, Funk. Yeah, the wooden spike. You bring you break out the wooden spike. And- uh also Sandman and uh Tommy Dreamer where Tommy Dreamer flicks a cigarette into Sandman's eye. Um, and so that's another, you know, one that you could reference, but yeah, yeah, I just, it's just them, you know, it's, it's them recreating the final scene in every action movie where the bad guy's got a knife and he's trying to push it down onto the good guy and the good guy's fighting him off. Now, did you, now I thought, uh, you know, like I said, there's all the rumors about the CGI being here and they're going to do like a CGI spot of Ray's eye coming out. I would have hated that. Yeah, because the whole the thing is like Ray is working without a contract right now, uh, and Ray I think is and like, now and he's working with a contact. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but he like he's like trying to props to Ray Mysterio. Like WWE knows that he can go get a massive pop over an AEW anytime oh, yeah. he wants to. Did but you see? Also, he recently posted a photo of him on Instagram without his mask. Yeah, it, yeah, and he's also like though working the fact that he wants his son to have a future, right? Right. So you know we're we're dealing with all that. I did you see the fake eyeball? I yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I mean, it's very obviously a Halloween eyeball, but yeah. they did a really good job of covering it. You see it yeah. for like point two seconds, and which, then and then yeah. what did you say about Seth Rollins' performance? Seth Rollins does his best draws impression and starts vomiting, which I, I was like, oh, that's a nice touch. That's a nice uh, a way to sell this. Which tune in next week for some of the draws. draws so. okay. uh, now, uh, the next match that we had up is uh, Asuka, the champion uh, mm-hmm. from Raw, because none of this split matters anymore, apparently mm-hmm. in the world. Uh, but Oscar uh, versus uh, Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. So Oscar Kyrie Zane. Kyrie Zane allegedly on her way out of the company. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sasha Banks with Bailey in a really fun match. I thought. Yeah, I here 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 was my uh, rating of this match. It would have been a B if I didn't not like the finish so much, and now it is a B minus. Okay, so you did not like the finish. Yeah, I I wasn't a fan of it. it. Like it was like they did four finishes in one finish, and I was like, I just fucking picked one. 
So this match went back and forth. Uh, they played their strengths. You know what? Shoster Banks learned to take a German suplex, so I'm not scared you're going to fucking die. Yeah, I know. Very good I, wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Like you're a Austin, very good wrestler, Austin and I, a, I want you to wrestle for a very long time. Sasha is a great German suplex. Sasha does not know how to take this. Like, oh my uh, god! So that's always been that's always been my biggest complaint about Sasha Banks. She's a, an incredibly talented wrestler. She's a great performer. She's a great actor. She fucking ragdolls her body. Oh yeah, and and it's like, god damn, girl, like. Now, you're going to get really hurt. Here's, here's what I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I thought, mm-hmm. given that I kind of know that Kyrie Zane is leaving the promotion, mm-hmm. I thought that Kyrie Zane was going to cost Oscar this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead, they kind of gave Kyrie Zane, who I love, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, she was just there as a cheerleader. The whole she does give Oscar the poison spit at she, one point. Yeah, which also that kind of pissed me off. Yeah, because the poison mist mm-hmm. is supposed to be like something that you just always have. Right. Yeah. Is there another time in wrestling history where they portrayed someone as giving them the poison mist well here's the thing here is my my thought on the poison mist i don't know if we were supposed to see her giving her the poison mist i think I, if we okay well yeah. i think that was the whole point i think they were trying to play up that kind of the, the announcers didn't mention it at all no i think they kind of did i didn't i did not hear it unless they said it during the replay i don't know see i I watched this one. I think what they were alluding to is they were doing the same. They were trying to do the same spot mm-hmm. that when uh, uh, Sasha gave Bailey the Nux, mm-hmm. that they were doing the same spot with Kyrie Zane giving Oscar the mist. No, right, and I yeah, I noticed that too. And I also when they when that spot happened, I remember like when I saw Kyrie giving Oscar the mist. I was like, why aren't the announcers mentioning it? That was like, I see, super see I kind of got the, I kind of got the feeling they did, but maybe it wasn't as blatant. Maybe I was just wrong. Uh, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. I mean, I was yeah, eating, I was eating uh, food. Now, uh, m- me and the missus had a conversation about this match, mm-hmm. which was, uh, you know, we were kind of ranking the hottest. Oh yeah. So, so uh, you got four four wrestlers here. Who you got, Ethan? Let's go. Uh, Oscar number one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Um, I guess <sighs> Bailey, Sasha, Kyrie. See, you're you're very close to the misses. Uh, for me, I'm a Kyrie Zane. Mm-hmm. All day long. I love that e-girl aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And then Asuka, Bailey, and Sasha. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, But this match, I thought was a good match. It had a a screw job ending. Yeah. Which... (laughs) Bailey puts on a ref shirt and counts the three. However, it's a fair count. (laughs) 
It is true. Like, had she sold it, maybe she didn't sell it the way she wanted to there. But it is, it's a fair count. I mean, but it's also, I, I like it. I think it's fun because they keep, yeah. they, get, they, keep, they get to keep the thing going here. Like, they're super heels. Sasha mm. and Bailey are the biggest of heels ever. Like, I, yeah, he, my issue was it was like a bunch of roll-ups. And then it was belt shot, and then there was no belt shot, well, and then it was, and then it was, and then it was poison mist, and then it was refs down, and then it was uh, visible, visible Sasha taps, and then it was Bailey hits Oscar with the belt. Like it just was like the finish just kept going and going and going. All right, now uh, I will tell you uh, during this next match, mm-hmm. I tuned out for a minute. To mm-hmm. watch a thing. So, Ethan, here's your very quick Impact 2020 Slammiversary up- update. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Did you know about what's going to go on? I I heard it was terrible. No, it was pretty good, apparently. Huh. Uh, uh, so, apparently, Impact, uh, TNA's Impact, or whatever it is now, kind of a soft reboot of the, the show. Uh there was an open challenge uh-huh. against a, a tag team called the Rascals. I have no uh-huh. idea who that is. Uh, but uh, uh, it was answered by the Motor City Machine Guns, oh. yeah. which have apparently been uh, not around since 2018. Well, and yeah. it was a great match. Uh, then uh, Tommy Dreamer mm-hmm. took on Moose. Moose I got to tell you, Moose, I saw Moose live when I was in uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. For WrestleMania 34, mm-hmm. Moose is the best. Moose, no, Moose is a very good wrestler. He's very talented. He's fucking a specimen. Yeah. Um, but like, he, he, this was a, a, a this was a complaint specifically I saw with the show, and it was the fact that they're underutilizing Moose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're just like, oh, we got a legend. He's got to fight. Bring out Moose. Yeah, like you well, can build a company around that motherfucker. He's yeah. so good. Now I will say this though: I saw the match they did. It was extreme match or whatever. They yeah. dumped the thumbtacks out, and Moose put Tommy Dreamer's eye about a millimeter away from thumbtacks. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I saw is uh, uh, Heath Slater debuted for Impact. Oh, that's nice. But apparently they had some old school WCW audio issues and couldn't hear the interview. So yes, I did hear that. Now, apparently, now this might be a reason that you want to watch it, Ethan. Mm-hmm. Ken Shamrock <sighs> and Sammy Callahan were a tag team, and they had a great match, but then devolved. But then uh, Ken Shamrock and Sammy ha- Callahan are going to be a match in the future, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, Ken Shamrock still has it." Oh, all right. So I know you're a big Ken Shamrock guy. I'm not, but okay. <laughs> well, you know, you like the MMA guys. I like MMA. I, I I've seen a Ken Shamrock match. Well, I just assume that you like Ken Shamrock if you like fucking. What's his name? A bit. Guy with the nunchucks. Oh, Steve Blackman. Yeah. So. No, I'm not. No, I just I like Steve Blackman because he's silly. <laughs> okay. 
Um, but yeah, I don't take him seriously. Ken Shamrock. Um, but apparently people were super stoked about this. So apparently, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I'll coach. You know, we do. We, do you want to do, do a review of Slammiversary at some point? We can. Uh, well, let's do it. The Good Brothers, uh, you know, they debuted as well. They debuted EC3. Eric Young mm. debuted again in uh, Impact. So, uh, mm. you know, Impact Massing and stuff coming forward. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Match, okay, what's this next? Seven. What's this match? Is it Dolph versus Yes. Drew? And I was actually, if we were on my normal setup, I was going to debut, I, I, I was going to, like, intro us with Dolph Ziggler's theme because mm-hmm. God bless Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Like, Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler, when they told me this is a match, I was like, how in the world could this be good? What? I, why? Why do you say that? Because I thought it was like, you're telling me Drew McIntyre, a guy that you have put over the moon, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, but how are you going to make this interesting? With Oh, I see, I see what you're saying, because Ziggler's been buried to oblivion. Yeah, but like, uh, okay. they, I, I thought this was going to be like, I honestly thought this would be like a squash match. But right. then when they added that stipulation of the Extreme Rules match, mm-hmm. but... Only for Dolph. Right. And zero champions advantage. Yes. It was so good. This was that was that was very smart. This is like I like I love this match. Yeah. Like, Dude, there's one chair shot where I was like, oh fuck. Um, because uh Dolph is like wailing on Drew, and then he goes for like an overhead chair shot. And the way they do it is instead of hitting Drew directly on the head, he hits Drew directly on the shoulder. But it like looked awesome. Yeah. Was, yeah. No. Like oh yeah. yeah. Like this is this is a this is a master class mm-hmm. on how to do an extreme match in the like non over the head era. Right. right. Yeah. And uh, what I. Now I do have to I do have to point this out. I'm a little confused. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to think about Dolph Ziggler, and this is not a, from a wrestling point of view. Mm-hmm. I've heard that he likes Donald Trump. Um. But, but he, then he has like rainbow flags on his outfit. Yeah, and he seems to be pretty consistent on that stuff. Yeah, so I don't know. I just, does he just want lower taxes? I think that's all the baby is. So I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really paid much attention to that. I just assume every wrestler is a piece of shit at this point, just being a fan of the business for so long. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. But uh, you know, um, I've always liked Dolph. Um, yeah. You know, I, he just he here's here's Dolph's two biggest problems. Number one is booking. He just gets – he's so fucking good at selling that they just use him for that, and it doesn't make him look They good. know they can heat him up at any moment. Yeah. And then secondly, Dolph doesn't evolve, really. Like, Dolph Ziggler has been the same guy 
with pretty much the same when your innovation to your character is a sleeper hold you're not like come on man do you, do you think that's because he had to evolve so rapidly from where he was introduced uh, yeah and like i, know I mean so, okay so let's be honest let's be honest Dolph Ziggler is what a lot of people thought would be the modern-day Shawn Michaels. Right. And I know that's actually a huge gripe people have with him. Is like, he's the modern-day Shawn Michaels with zero psychology. Yeah. Um, which is why this match was so good. And, like, he's had matches with The Miz that were awesome. Because they're, they've got really good psychology. Like, you can't ignore that. So what they should have done, instead of that moment when they brought back the Spirit Squad guys to help him out, Mm -hmm. he should have had to wrestle with the fact that that's where he started. Right, yeah. Instead, like, they just kind of played into it. It's like, if he, like, he could do this, like, super meta gimmick where he's like, yeah, I was, like, introduced as this jabroni, like, Spirit Squad Mickey. Yeah, but then I overcame this. He could become a super face doing that, right? Yeah, but they just never went that way. Yeah, and and, and that's and that's know, a big that's a big a gripe hate, with him is you can't get face. behind him, and that too he does have a hateable face. He has a hateable face. So yeah, but you know, who knows? Uh, yeah. but no, I I I really love this match. I thought it was great. Yeah, uh, it was a good match. Especially when he started yelling, why won't you die? <laughs> yeah, he does yell that, which I texted you about that. Yeah. Too. I, was, I said, uh, Dolph Ziggler screaming, why won't you die, expressing our feelings about Vince McMahon. And, and I don't know if it was WWE post, but uh, that sound of the Claymore there. Oh, it's, it's beefy. Oh. Oh, it was so good. That was because yeah. they were playing up that. Dolph comes out of this looking like Dolph. He's Dolph, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, McIntyre comes out of this looking like a gem, man. Like he's the yeah. biggest baby face champ that we all want to do because, like, we kind of like him, right? Yeah, like, I love. And- I really like Drew. Yeah, I true. remember he went away, you know, yeah. and then I remember seeing like rumblings about Drew Galloway when he was in ICW, uh, and and then I remember looking at him and going, "Oh, that's right, he's fucking huge." Yeah, he's six six. He's got a great frame, and then you know, um, you add that and his like athletic ability. And then you're like, God damn. Now, Ethan, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but uh, back in the day, before he, you know, when he was supposed to be the big man chosen one. The chosen one. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, he was here at a SmackDown in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And my brother and I mm-hmm. started a USA chant uh-huh. because he's not from USA, right? Right, right, right. And uh, we were like USA against him. They edited that shit out. Well, and that sucks, uh, buddy. 
Yeah, well, no, it doesn't suck because we were right at the time, but now he's back, so it's all good. So <laughs> now I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna read you a, a headline here. Okay. As we get into our main event, mm-hmm. I'm gonna type in. Uh, I'm gonna see. Uh, this is uh, Extreme Rules 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, now. The headline says, uh-huh. Extreme Rules 2020, good card, horrible main event. Do you agree? No. Yeah, I don't. This main event is great. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say it's great. I think they're building up to something that's going to be spectacular. Yeah. Like, there are okay, so the main event is the cinematic. What I what I love is that uh, mm-hmm. COVID nineteen, which we all hate, has mm-hmm. turned WWE into the woken <laughs> woken Hardy universe. That I did I I did have that exact note. I was like, oh, there's the lake of. Of uh, whatever the fuck they called it. No, it's it's just the cinematic things, right? Yeah, just, right, right. Like the WWE has realized that because we have this pandemic going on, we can't. Obs- and here's here's what I will tell you though. Mm-hmm. This main event mm-hmm. made me so much want a real life massive audience main event. Oh yeah. Like, I want the payoff to this to be in front of 60,000 people. And I know it won't be. No, yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I want just, it. I just, I really liked it a lot. I will say that. You know what it really reminded me of a ton is Freddy versus Jason. Yes, uh, and True Detective the, Season 1. And True Detective Season 1. But I, but, yeah, I really did, you know... I've said this before. Braun is a really good actor. Oh yeah, no, Braun. Braun is like, Braun is good at like being a giant, massive, strong guy. He can mm-hmm. act stuff out. He's not good at selling a wrestling match. Right. Yeah. But like, yeah, he's not the best at that. But you know. Um, well, he's only what, like four years into the business? Like he's not been in that long. Yeah. Um, so like fucking of course he's not the best um uh, at stuff like that. But like he, for what he, he is, he's good. He he acted his heart out in this match. Yeah, and and um it also you know what else it reminds me of? Uh Casino Royale. The torture scene at the end with James Bond, where he's like tied to the chair, and it, it did remind me of that a bit too. Now, the only I thing was I like, I was like, please don't start whipping Braun in the nuts. I thought, I thought two things during this match. And the first one was like, hey, y'all listen out here, don't get around here, get on Swamp Shawn match. Yeah, yeah, fucking the homage to Swamp Shawn out there, if y'all do it. The other thing is like, uh, this match was like a. I we can't call it a match. First of all, a, a mushroom trip. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a match. There was very little punch kicky. Um, 
But that's what but, we come, but that's what we come to expect out oh, of Oh no, I that's the thing like anybody who expected anything else coming into this is a fucking moron. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, like I know it's so weird to say for someone that hasn't like had like the best of careers. Mm-hmm. But when like classic Bray shows up, oh, I pop I super pop. hard. I pop. Yeah. Like classic Bray is like Oh, I see Bray Wyatt. Oh, that, I see Bray Wyatt. That's that's a that's a that's a WWE two K whatever skin forever. You, right? you know what I? You know what I genuinely, genuinely thought watching this. I was like, I was watching Bray, and I'm watching him just interrogate Braun, and I'm watching him be this spooky, fucking awful uh, uh, cult leader, and I, I'm watching that, and then I just went. That guy used to be Husky Harris. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that was my exact thought. No, I was like, look how good no, he see, is. No, see, my thing is, every time I see Bray, I'm like, his dad is IRS. <laughs> I, I think that, too. I think his brother is Bo Dallas. And yeah. I think he's been... Oh, so- Bo Dallas. Don't make yeah. me sad. I love Bo Dallas. I love Bo Dallas, too. I, I believe. Yeah. I always said Bo should have had a, a, a submission move back when he was doing his Believe. Uh, gimmick so then he could be like choking his opponent out and then being like come on you could do it i believe in you no. yeah no i 100 i i yeah no i just always think it's funny because like i know that mike rotunda is a great wrestler hmm. but the blandest of all wrestlers <laughs> yeah exactly. yet his son is probably one of the most like enigmatic yeah one of the most care he's one of the most charismatic he's one of the most creative he's reinvented himself a bunch well he's reinvented himself because he had to right exactly like like here's here's bray's issue right and and it's not his fault at all it's a testament to him really it's like he he comes in with this character that shouldn't work very much like the undertaker right yeah and he builds it up, he builds it up, he gets the crowd behind it, and then they feed him to someone. They're like, yeah. all right, here's John Cena. Fucking get your whereas, and get out. Whereas with The Undertaker, they fed the other person to The Undertaker. Right. And, and then he goes, well, shit, I gotta reinvent myself. So then he kind of redoes the Bray Wyatt gimmick, comes back with Braun Strowman, gets a little more violent, gets a little more intense, you know, comes back, builds himself up again. We're all like, oh man, it's Bray. And then they fucking chop his knees out from under him again. And then he comes back with The Fiend. And by the way, The Fiend started off bad. Do you remember him versus Seth in that Hell in a Cell match? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, they fucked that up, yeah. Right, exactly. And somehow from something that should have been unsalvageable Bray brings back the fiend. The Firefly Funhouse is my one of my favorite. He has brought it back twice because yeah. Unsalvageable was also Goldberg. Right. Yeah. And he brought it back again. And I god damn it, it's so good and he's okay. so good at selling it. So let's talk about it. This match. Crazy. We can't we can't even talk about it. Crazy swamp yard match like uh, Braun sees himself 
beat him up. He yeah. gets bitten by a snake. He sees Alexa Bliss, his sister Abigail. Okay, okay, unless, okay. Yes. Now, he's tied down in chains and something happens. But then he sees Alexa Bliss, his sister Abigail. Speak on this. Go for it. So he sees Alexa Bliss on Sister Abigail and she's like, Braun, come come follow me. Uh, you know you want to be together. And then it cuts back to a thing from two years ago, where where which is long-term storytelling at its finest, which is so rare. I and, know. And fucking Alexa Bliss, whenever they did the mixed tag match challenge, yeah. and um they was like teasing that they were like romantically interlinked and there was some some romance brewing. They brought fucking that back. And um then Braun, you know, starts fighting with Bray on this dock, which really reminded me of Freddy versus Jason a lot. That this this is the part where I was like, oh. This is straight out of Freddy versus Jason. And like he throws Bray into a boat and then the boat kind of drives off and he's like, yeah, Braun, I'm, I'm Braun and I'm big and I did it. And then he starts walking away and then the boat comes back and then Bray hits him with an oar and then they start, he starts trying to drown Braun and then Braun gets out of the water and they start fighting and Bray starts hitting him with an axe handle. Just beating him, beating him. And then he kicks Bray into the swamp, you know? And there's all these inner cuts of alligators and, like, the swamp goes quiet. And then Bray leaps up and does the mandible claw and yanks Braun into the water. And then, like, there's some thrashing. There's some bubbles. There's some quiet. And then the fiend appears. And there's also a legitimate jump scare in this that got me, too. Okay, so what I loved about this is uh, the fact that, like, I going into this, I knew that Bray's not going to win this. Right. Right, there's not going to be a Bray pin or whatever. Like, I was, here was my impression, uh, was, what was we were going to get the three faces of Bray. Like, like we're setting up the three faces of Bray. We have Firefly Funhouse Bray. We have Swamp Cult Leader Bray. And then we have The Fiend. And I was like, okay, so he's going to beat Swamp Cult Leader. He's already beaten Firefly Funhouse. But he's not going to be able to beat The Fiend. But that's who's coming next, right? And then they fucking swerved me. Did you hear... Did you hear the voice at the end? Oh yeah, where where it, it sounds like Braun as the fiend. Going, as the fiend going, let me in. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'm super in. I'm super in. Yeah. Like, like I don't think I, I. I honestly think that was a thing that a lot of people didn't probably get. Yeah. Like I think that might be like this like really cool thing where. Yeah. Like they could play on this at in this in this time where we have like no fans and shit and stuff like that, like just play it you up know, in this in this time of editing, or you for once you have the ability to edit your product because doing something live isn't a possibility anymore. Yeah. You can do all the wacky shit. Yeah, and 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 enjoy it and have fun with it. I. 
would love <laughs> if at some point, and I, I'm sorry that I'm saying this, if there is a Braun versus Bray versus Fiend title fight. Yeah, I would be I would be so down. And then like <laughs> Braun and Bray have to team up to defeat the Fiend. Like I'd be so down for that. Yeah. Oh. So I I gotta say, I did not expect this to be as fun as it was, even. No, I didn't either. I was like because because you know we got super busy so we weren't able to record the beyond the mat which will be yeah, next yeah. week and so you well, were like what were we busy doing we were busy recording our uh D podcast coming out yeah check it look be on the lookout for knights of the sound table yeah which is gonna be our DD podcast um and, uh, but, video or something i don't know we'll, we're gonna do we're gonna do audio format we may do occasional um uh video but uh, to start off, we're going to do audio um, format and then uh, kind of build up. Um, you know, it's a little hard technically uh, to get everything all set up. But um, how yeah. professional is Ethan? I'm very professional. <laughs> um, nice titties. Uh, so we um, are, but yeah, uh, we weren't able to do it and we were like, Oh, uh, we'll just do like a, uh, just do like, you were, you were like, I'll just do like a 15 minute kind of review of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it turns out an hour and a half, but it is what it is. Yeah, and then I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it and we can do something, you know. And then we ended up watching it and now we've done an hour and a half on it and it's, it was good. It was really good. It's good. It's good. Uh, they, you know, they got me back in. Uh, I'm not going to tell you guys to watch WWE or whatever every week. Uh, you watch whatever wrestling you want to watch every week. Uh, but catch up on YouTube channels and, uh, you know, and listen to us and we'll uh, keep uh, rocking it out. But uh, next week we are doing Beyond the Map. Beyond the Map. And uh, after that, no idea. We can we'll, do Slammiversary. We can do a Slammiversary. We might do a Oozing Machismo. Oh, I'd be up for that. We'll do Uzi Machismo at some point. So, yeah. uh, Ethan, uh, this is coming out. Well, it's supposed to be out like uh, 23 minutes ago. So, uh, 25 mm-hmm. minutes ago. Uh, so, what do you got going on this week? What do you want to plug? What do you? Got? What, what's out there? I mean, we we already plugged Knights of the Sound Table. You know, um, you already plugged the Sounds Tooth Network. There's not really um, anything I particularly have to be on the lookout for i mean i've got an instagram i'm gonna start kind of using regularly here coming up uh if you want to follow me uh it's professional poo bear is my instagram handle and uh but yeah other than that i don't really particularly have anything to plug tuesday night on the sounds tooth facebook and twitch platforms it's a drinking show Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's gonna be fun. I'll have Not to get talk show incorporated. We're gonna have apparently Landry Miller on for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check that out. Anyways, hey guys, let us know if there's anything you would like us to review, to do anything like that. We will definitely do it. We've done it before. I know last time Ethan couldn't do it, and it was Jay and I. But uh, anything in the future, we'll all we'll get everybody all hands on deck. We'll do the best we can. Mm. Uh, 
This is a great pay-per-view. Ethan, final grade on it? Uh, I give this final grade an A-. minus. That's a good grade. I don't think I can go that high. I will just say I enjoyed it thoroughly for pillar to post. Mm-hmm. Uh, B+. Plus. Good job. B+. Plus. Yeah. Good job. Good job, WWE. Keep it coming. Keep mm-hmm. doing this. If this is what the Bruce Pritchard era is going to be, yeah, I'm down. Fucking do it. Good job. Anyways, for Ethan Sandoval, I'm Dr. Devo. You guys be safe and make good decisions.